You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In the fast-paced world of attacking, speed is everything. And that's where the Furon 7 Plus shines. Engineered for accuracy and precision at a rapid pace, it's your secret weapon on the pitch. Experience overall comfort and precise striking, even in the game's fastest moments. The nylon outsole, with its V-shaped stud configuration, is designed for firm ground, giving you the grip you need to outmaneuver your opponents. Step up your attacking game and learn more and purchase the Furon at NewBalance.com. The Patriots beat the Steelers on Week 1 Sunday Night Football bloodbath, really, without Antonio Brown. So it could get even worse, but that's for another conversation. Yes. Immediate takeaways on this podcast. That's what this podcast is for. So, Andy, what was your biggest takeaway right off the bat? So opening night is your starting point, correct? Usually, Theoretically, especially Bill Belichick's teams, the Patriots, get better as the season goes on. Patriots fans, you're in for a pretty damn good season, I think, because that is a tremendous starting point. And the offense will get a lot of the focus because of big plays and Philip Dorsett with a 58-yard touchdown and Josh Gordon getting down the field and Josh Gordon breaking tackles to get in the end zone. The defense was part of it, too, and I would say the special teams were part of it, too. That was a complimentary, well-rounded win, and if that's... We've been used to September's an extension of the preseason. Two and two, one and two. This wasn't extension of the preseason. This wasn't two and two. This is against a team that I think a lot of people believe could be a playoff team. That's what needs to be. This wasn't the New York Jets or the Buffalo Bills. You kicked their ass. Yes. It wasn't quite 07-esque in terms of dominance. That's the thing that stood out to me. But it was freaking awesome. It wasn't, uh, you know, 60-yard touchdown passes, you know, interceptions, sacks. It was just a thorough beatdown. And Bill Belichick was actually happy. I I know people like to mock him for never being happy or content. And he once told me he's not big on positive reinforcement. I thought he was pretty positive to the media, us. His opening statement was really like, I'm really proud of my team. Right. They showed up. They made plays. Our guys were more ready than their guys. And we deserved the the points. We deserved the outcome. We deserved to win by 30 points. We deserved to look like the far better football team because for tonight, now he then got into... It's really one week. Then he got into classic Bill. But for tonight, I think he said, yeah, we came out and we whooped them. We were the better team. We prepared better. Our players were better. They performed better. If we played again, would it go the same way? Not necessarily. That was sort of his tone, I thought. Um, But just my emphasis would just be the starting point, where you started and the fact that you're going to add a dynamic, even if Antonio Brown doesn't fit, he's a dynamic focal point. He's something the other well, he defense... Needs, he, needs to, he needs to fit. He needs to stay no, no, no. for the year. He, no, no, no. I'm not talking about leaves the team after. I'm saying he doesn't have to fit in where it's perfect like Randy Moss. Oh, the right. first game he catches 180 yards and a touchdown. He may be in the wrong place at the wrong time at times, but defenses are still going to fear him. Every corner and safety he goes against, it's basically what I feared the offense would be without Rob Gronkowski. You lose that focal point. Now, it didn't matter tonight. I don't think you had a focal point tonight. No. You had Gordon, you had Dorsett, you had Edelman, you had James White. You had lots of mini focal points. Right. When Antonio Brown's on the field, Tyreek Hill type. He you, demands a cornerback and a safety yes, over the top. The defensive coordinator, the coaches in the booth are finding where he is. The safety is finding where he is. And then the production may or may not come later to warrant that type of focus. But the fact that he's caught 100 passes six straight years, he's going to get respect. You didn't have that tonight. Nope. And you scored 33 points. And now Brady will say you left some on the field. Which the red they did. zone can be better. Certainly. 
They could have, could have scored 45 points. Tonight. Easily. Easily. And there was no cheapness on defense either. Now, I thought Ben Roethlisberger was putrid. I thought he made I thought some their whole offense horrific was putrid. Their, their wide receivers, I, I don't know. It's it's week one, so it's hard to say. But besides Juju Smith-Susser, who do they have? And even him. Dante uh, Markreef dropped J.C. Jackson, a little bit of truth in his trash talk. His bulletin board material. I don't know if it was trash talk. I think he, Whatever. Just, he just sort of made an honest comment that maybe he probably right. shouldn't have. Right, if you ranked NFL receivers, it's going to be a while till you get to Juju. Right? A while meaning like 15 or 20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not one of the best if you're 20th. Right. Right? No. If we have the 20th podcast at WEEI, we suck. Right? We, we shouldn't have a podcast. Then. Exactly. So if you're in the 15 to 20 range, you're not that good. But I thought Stephon Gilmore came out and ran around with Juju most of the time. Yeah, I don't he, think he, it was he, every snap. He caught a couple passes too late that I oh, think yeah. skewed, well, skewed his numbers. One was and Gilmore was nowhere near him. Now right. maybe it was a coverage breakdown and Gilmore was supposed to be near him. Right. But, yeah, his big play late was uh, Devin McCourty, I think, was the closest guy. Um, but early on, it was like four catches for 40 yards, whatever, against an opposing number one receiver, whatever you think of him. Yep. That's a good game plan. That's a good night. Uh, up front, I thought they, they used some bodies. I thought early on, Hightower and Collins were in the middle. I thought Hightower had a very good Hightower game. Hightower was all over the field. He Well, he's good. And he's building. He's healthy. That's that's the biggest. I don't thing. believe he had anything this off season, he's, so he's coming into a season healthy. He's healthy. I think he's slimmed down a little bit, so he moves around a little bit. And better. then they took him out for a little bit because you have Bentley, because you have other guys. And tonight you didn't even have Kyle Van Oy, right? Who Kyle Van Oy, um, his wife was due to have a baby. I don't know if she had it tonight. I hope she did it because he was tweeting nonstop right. throughout the game. So maybe he was killing time. Maybe, Maybe they were like, because sometimes that can hospital. take a while. They yeah. went to the hospital and it's like, oh, this is going to be another 12 hours. I might as well go on Twitter, watch the game, and do a little tweeting, Instagram. Right. Um, but even without Kyle Vanoy, I thought you saw the depth of the defense because Landon Roberts also didn't may not have played at all on defense. I don't think he played at all. didn't play much. He played special teams, so it wasn't like so he didn't play at all. That's two guys that have started a ton of games for this team on defense at linebacker who weren't a part of it. Nope. Jamie Collins was out there, and Bill talked about you had Simon out there. Winovich got some run on the edge. You certainly had um, Hightower and Collins making plays on the edge. This We've talked about it all uh, Well, even the, continue that point to the secondary. Jaron Harmon didn't really play that much. Nope. Terrence Brooks didn't really play that nope. much. So these guys that could start and be big contributors on other teams and are playing secondary roles on this unit. Devin McCourty brought that up. He said, we have a lot of guys that could start on a lot of other teams in the league, and they're happy with their role. They're content. They're comfortable fulfilling their role. You know, he even joked about his interception late, sort of the closer role. Sometimes that's been Deron Harmon in the past, and he joked we actually switched off on that play. So it could have been Harmon that picked it off in the end zone because, again, that was another one of Ben's horrific throws. Um, but they have a lot of guys that are capable contributors on defense. And certainly offensively, I think you can say the same thing. They're going to get a, an elite player to add to the mix, but... Early on, I thought James White might have been the best player on the field. After Sony Michelle got off to a really slow yeah, start, yeah, let's let's pause. For, I want to get get negative. Yeah, I want to get to some nitpicks. Negative Hannibal. Well, because this podcast is about criticizing what we saw on the field. We want this podcast to be instant reactions. We don't want to be oh they won thirty three to three. Everything's great. They're going to go sixteen and zero and, and go are. to the Super Bowl. I mean, so, they might. They might, but this podcast feel pretty good about the Super Bowl right now. I kind of do too. You but handle the travel for us? Should you start? I do. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you uh, start looking into hotels and flights? Miami? Yes. Good time of year in February here. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I am too. The, make sure you get us a place with a pool. Oh, all right. Maybe I'll, a I'll, beach if you can. I'll jot that down. Yes. But so the things that – there was not many things that went wrong in this game. You do your three ups and three downs for yep. the game. And you had a hard time finding three up and three down. Yes. Or three down. One – yeah, ups like – 
there were plenty. Obviously, of you could list like the whole uh, team. The major down, I thought the biggest down was Sony Michelle. Uh, I believe he had 15 carries for 14 yards. Uh, a lot of carries for negative yardage or one yard or no gain. Like going into it, we thought tonight was going to be a big Sony Michelle game. Yeah, well, they started that way. He I just think they, no want, production. they wanted him to. He didn't do diddly poo, as some people would like to say. And then they went to James White, and James White immediately contributed, and they went in that other direction where it was sort of a James White-Rex Burkhead game right. because Sony Michelle failed early to really get anything done, and then late was the guy to run out the clock, except he wasn't really getting any yards then. But that's either. a good thing to have for an offense where if you see early on that maybe one thing isn't working in the backfield, you have the versatility and depth to switch to something else, right. and that's what makes this offense so good. That's why Josh McDaniels is sometimes gets look look gets to look like a genius because I think he that's has why a lot he was to turn that's to. why his name got brought up in a post game press conference. Yeah, today. we didn't need to. We need to talk more Antonio Brown, but that's a different topic for a different day. Um, but I thought Sony Michelle had a quiet preseason, had ten carries, I believe, in the preseason. The third game, I think. He yeah, and had, coming off that procedure he had in the summer and a little bit of a late start and all that. Uh, I'm not really worried because he looked really good down the stretch a year ago. I still think he's a capable NFL runner. I don't want any. You know, knee jerk, the crazy old, the reactions. The old line, though, I think could yeah. could make it a question mark. Yeah, and you that's... lost you lost the guy late in the game. Marcus Cannon went down with a shoulder injury. Was seen in a sling afterwards. So it's hard to say, obviously, because this is right after the game. But I think this isn't looking like a he might be back next week. Be fine. This could be a couple week thing. Which means what do you how do? do you fill that because in the game tonight, uh, Joe Tooney moved to right tackle. Elimoire, whatever that Jermaine guy's name. Jermaine Umla. Jermaine guy came in, played left guard. Remember, you already had Win at left tackle in his and first and NFL game. And you already have Ted Karras starting at center. Ted Karras floating knuckleballs back to Tom Brady. His his shotgun snaps were questionable at best. Do you think that mattered? Did some it people, matter? Some people don't. Some, oh, I think it mattered. Yeah, some people don't. There were a couple times where Brady was throwing to the right and the shotgun snap floated to the left, so he immediately is reaching to his left, I think it throws the timing off well, just that's, a millisecond. That's, that's what I think I'm is... I'm sorry, Tom Brady is the biggest creature of habit on the planet. Right. And if you throw him off by a millisecond, it affects him. And it may affect him both physically and then mentally, he's yes. thinking about it. Um, so I, that's something they need to work on. If it, Beyond Sony Michelle, which I think he just had a bad game. It happens. Like, he didn't have a yeah. good game. They're, you know, he didn't make the right cuts. There weren't a lot of it, holes. It just all that. But if something that needs to be worked on from this game, you know how Bill gets that little piece of paper out and takes the pencil? I think that was the first thing you dropped down. Shotgun snaps. We have a center who can't snap consistently in the shotgun. Now, at least it wasn't. The last time they had that was 2001. Damian Woody. Damian Woody had to move to right guard in shotgun situations. Mike Compton moved from guard to center because he could shotgun snap. I don't think the Patriots want to be doing that right now. No, I do not. And I'm not sure if Shaq Mason can shotgun snap. Well, I think also with the release of Russ Bodine last Friday, it's Ted Karras' job. For now. I, I, but like it, that to me, still don't really understand why they released. Russ but that's Bodine. that's what I mean. You're not going to bring a guy in and say you know get caught up to speed with Tom Brady. We're already in the middle of the season. I think it's Ted Karras' job. I don't know. I don't feel good about it. I don't either. But see, I came into this so high, thirty-three to three, <laughs> and I'm feeling so good, negative. planning for Miami, undefeated season, blowing people out. There's nobody in the front of them in the first half of the season schedule that's going to scare me. And now you got me worried about. The I'll get you. Position. I'll get you happy. Antonio Brown. Yeah, I'm happy about that. What? What did? Uh, I predicted it. What did? What did Robert Kraft? Some relay? people on our website said they shouldn't sign him. I said they should. <laughs> I said they shouldn't, but we'll we'll wait. We'll play that play out for Maybe now. Maybe deleted that because he was worried. People I did not. I did not delete it. I just removed it from the whole page, home page because <laughs> it was not. It was obsolete. 
People liked my story better. Of course they Perfect did. Perfect Because it, it was positive. Yep. People hate the negative. You gotta give the people what they want sometimes. And what they wanted was an all-pro receiver who's going to be fun. I'll give them what they want Social tonight. media. You know, on social media, I asked Julian Edelman what he thought of uh, Antonio Brown's social media style. And he said, I liked it. He puts good stuff on there. So I double tap a lot. And apparently that means he likes it. He likes it on tap. Instagram. Apparently he likes a lot of his uh, stuff. Interesting. He already has a t-shirt out with um, Antonio Brown's name on the back. A little presumptuous, no? He's Who? technically not a patriot yet. Uh, he had that t-shirt on his Instagram account within hours of the signing. Or uh, reported signing. I mean... Normally, I'd say, okay, the guy said he's coming here, but there has been no less stable of a human being for the last week plus. Right. So I wouldn't be printing 10,000 t-shirts with Antonio Brown on them till I see Antonio Brown walk through the locker room and put a jersey on. It is not official until Monday at 4 p.m. when he can officially be on the roster and then a corresponding move needs to be made. But it seems like from every What's that move going to be? It's a kind of a wait-and-see thing. Because you don't really know yet, but it probably is going to be a wide can receiver. We spit out an answer? Jacoby Myers. You just pulled one of those analysts who doesn't have anything to say, so you say a lot of words that didn't say anything. Because I don't know for sure, but if I had to guess, Jacoby Myers. It's going to be Jacoby Myers, I think. I just He's the odd man out. He had a nice catch tonight, took a big hit, bounced up, great. But how many receivers are you going to keep? Demarius Thomas, sneaky? You, sneaky? You seem to be discounting Gunner being a chance to get cut. Yeah, I don't see him getting cut. Unless I, you, So now you're going to go back to who's going to return punts? Edelman Patrick and Antonio Chung. Brown? Oh, Patrick Chung. So, Patrick, we ask you to throw your body around for about 60 snaps in the box on defense. Now we're going to ask you to go back there, look up in the sky, and let people run down and take pot shots at you. I think he likes that. Yeah, he does. He's a little cuckoo, but that's not good. I need him to play defense. We're talking about how good the defense looks, how deep the defense is. We don't need to start pegging off players and taking the depth All right, the so defense. you think Gunner is a lock to stay on the team? No, I didn't say lock. But he's probably going to. So Myers, to me, would be the odd man out. I would just have to figure out how I get rid that's, of him. That's does the biggest question. Does he clear waivers and go to the practice squad? I don't think he does at this point. Well, that I think was unfortunate. Did you see when he twisted his ankle tonight? Well, maybe. He didn't, but I know. He, he's going to twist it somehow between now and they when could say, oh, you know, he had that one catch after that. He just wasn't the same. Didn't feel quite right. I just, that's what I would do now. Another media member, I won't name his name, but he's a prominent media member, did think that Demarius Thomas is a consideration. Now, I would be surprised at that just because Brady seems to like Demarius Thomas. I think he likes Demarius Thomas a lot, and he probably likes him a heck of a lot more than he likes Demary, uh, Josh Gordon and the new guy, Antonio Brown. That's exactly where I was going. I led you to water, and you drank right out of that trough. Uh, I, that would be interesting if they got rid of Thomas for Brown and Gordon and that whole uh, I don't know guy. how that would go. I don't think it would go great either. But you know what? Brady's a little bit of a fraud. They already got rid of Brian Hoyer Brady's last a lot week. like me, and Brady's a lot like every fan that fills out this stadium I'm looking out. He's a fraud. He gets a little sensitive, and somebody's traded or cut, and then he throws touchdown passes, and like, this is really fun, and I kind of like doing this. And Boy, that Antonio Brown really... I threw him a slant. You see that? He went 75 yards. That really pumps up my stats. He, he'll love it. He will love that. Assuming Brown, you know, is on the field and doing what he's supposed to do. Um, but I do think that's something to keep an eye on over the next few days is the roster move to get Antonio Brown on the roster. How does that play out? Um, but more importantly, you're trying to drag me down a negative road. We shouldn't. This should I'm not staying be positive. This there really are very, be. very few things. Marcus Cannon's health. Yep. Ted Karras' shotgun snaps. Sony Michelle's lack of production, but even that's sort of a secondary fact. And now, I would have liked to have seen the old days where LeGarrett Blunt would come into one of these games and then break off a 40-yard run, maybe a 40-yard yep. touchdown, and then, oh, the fireworks are going off, and this is our, would start playing. I would have liked to have seen that. Other than that, you're not going to get me to say anything negative about that game. I got another negative while we're on the negative Not topic. surprised. 
the uh, banner ceremony. Kind of oh, tough. that wasn't great. That was tough. There were some audio issues. We saw a lot of people on Twitter complaining. Apparently, the whole East Side 300 level couldn't hear anything. Their through, speakers through like out. the first half of the game too. Um, but it did include Rob Gronkowski. I liked that part with a nice Gronk spike. They had a large white, uh, I guess, sheet, basically a bed sheet yeah. they put over the whole field that showed they projected Highlights. images of past yeah. Super Bowls. Um, Godsmack was here singing their "When yeah. Legends Rise" song. Yeah. New song that was the theme. Yeah, I didn't. It, no one, it didn't hit home with me. No one spoke during Well, Ben it. Volan loved it. That's ben one Volan person. said, that was awesome. You got 70,000 people ready to run through a wall. I was not one of them. I was not either. It, it was, yeah. Maybe maybe because we've seen so many of these, we don't have an appreciation as you might yeah. find in other cities. I just didn't think tonight was great. Nope. I didn't like it. Didn't love it. Robert Kraft didn't say anything. He just held the trophy. He represented the latest trophy, held the trophy, and then boom, Gronk spikes it, and they rolled out the banner, a few fireworks, all right, get off the field, let's play ball. It was very quick. The game was much better than the ceremony. For sure. Which is, I guess, how you'd like it to be. Usually. You wouldn't want the ceremony to be better than game. They've had, a, they've had a couple of those instances where yes. they've lost this game. So this, yes. this was nice, nice this to This was get... better than the Chiefs game a couple of years ago when they started giving up big plays at an egg. record rate. Um, and yeah, all three phases, they get A plus... Do I want A plus? That's a little strong. Yeah, a little strong for week one. You gotta B plus. A minus. Uh, you can give it an A minus. I think okay. tonight was an A minus performance. A minus performance. Then there's room for improvement. I'm like Brady. I'm like Belichick. You can always be better. Julian Edelman said the same thing. Oh, we didn't even talk about Julian Edelman. Yeah. As he says, keeping the old arm loose. Oh, another completed the, for, for pass. The double pass. Double pass over to uh, James. My White. buddy James White. That for was a 32 yard run. That was a very well executed play. It was perfectly set up. James White had three blockers right in front of him, ready if to go. He, when he was. A smidgen faster, a little more explosive. It was a touchdown down the yep. sideline. He had to kind of cut it back because he wasn't quite fast enough. But it was a fun play. And, it, it, you know, they put those on tape and then they have to prepare Another thing them. that we noticed during the game was a lot of misdirection plays. Oh, yeah. Some nice... Big nice. fan of the end-around fake to Josh Gordon. Throwback on, like, an option route to the backside to James White. That's a tough play. I'm going to use that in flag football. I was going to ask you, where, where are you going to throw yeah, that one? No question. That's unstoppable, 12, 13-year-olds. All of it's going to flow to the front side of that. Perfect. And I think that this was a sign of things to come for Josh Daniels when he gets all these weapons, when he gets familiar with Antonio Brown, when he gets familiar with, with having Josh Gordon and looked better than he did at any point last year. So I think that with everybody healthy and everything works out according to plan, this offense can do a lot of different things and be – be different each week depending on who they face and the matchups that'll right. be the thing the, the mat you always know, talk about it in defense but it's an offensive thing too the matchups and the more weapons they have and the more you know you have slot receiver traditional style in julian edelman then you have slot receiver explosive style in antonio brown who's also an outside receiver who knows if jacoby myers is here but sh- certainly josh gordon not only showed that he's josh gordon we saw in the preseason which was Sort of the back shoulder fade, the sideline catches. A little more explosive tonight with the big play down the middle. And also and not afraid to take a hit. No, no. He certainly took hits, and we should say he spoke post-game. Um, first time we've talked to him this summer. He released yeah, what, a statement the other day. What did he say? You were, you were in there for Josh Gordon. He, um, he said he feels good. He talked about his health, working out with Moses Cabrera, his physical health, I will say. Sort of his body, his conditioning, um, and taking that early morning workouts with Moses Cabrera now taking it to the field and sort of displaying the finished product 
that he is able to turn just workouts into production. I think this is a positive thing. He said in the statement that everything's in the past is in the past, and he wants to be judged on the future. And he didn't so do, far so good. He didn't do anything, everything in his power until this past year. Is that somewhat what he said? Para- yeah. Paraphrasing. He never really um, committed to the solution or whatever, right. and. That I don't know that I buy because I but, think over the years he kind of committed to the solution and it just failed. It wasn't the right solution. But if he it is, right if, if we do choose to believe it in the workouts of Moses Cabrera and he seems like a changed man, that could be good things for the Patriots. He did admit it was a culture shock last year and that, you know, Antonio Brown is going to have to find his own way in New England because it's similar. You know, it's September, you're arriving, the issues are different, maybe. Yeah, they're not. It's, you know, alcohol, not. substances, mental health. Well, and I don't also know, the, social media addiction. Also, the Patriots, though they're not—they're no longer one and two. Right. They're one and zero oh with a coming off a blowout win. And they have Josh Gordon, and they maybe have Demarius Thomas, and they have other weapons that they can lean on. Whereas a year ago, they, had they Julian didn't have Edelman, no, well, they didn't Hunt. have Julian Edelman, right? He wasn't well, even not back yet, yet. yet. They had so you they were had Phil, Philip Dorsett was your number one receiver, and he wasn't doing what he did tonight with big plays. He was yeah. doing six yards in a cloud of dust. He was like a running back on his receptions. So um, Josh Gordon he seemed. Just pure visual, audio, listening to him at the podium. Seems like he's in a good place, coming off a good game, um, feeling good, like everybody else was. You know, Devin McCourty comes to the podium, and he's talking about all the guys that could start anywhere else are happy to play and closing out games and wanting to build on it moving forward. And, you know, he actually, I thought it was interesting, brought up roster projections. <laughs> when he was talking about the depth of the team and all the guys that could, you know, we, I know you guys all do roster projections. I bet you had to change them a few times with all the guys we had and now guys that are playing elsewhere. They read us. He's aware. He's they, aware. They read us. So they know who to read, too. They ignore Hannibal, who said the Patriots shouldn't sign Antonio Brown. They listen to Hart. Right again. Yep. For now. It is what it is. So, we didn't really have much to nitpick at with this game. Oh, we'll have much more nitpicking. Well, I don't know if we'll have more nitpicking down the road. Like, maybe in week, when, when do they play the, the, the Chiefs? Chiefs. <laughs> Sometime in November. This, it's, this team is so Groundhog Day. Like, they're so good. Just the, the opposition changes. Like, it's either you circle that early December, late November game against Peyton Manning's Colts yep. or Ben Roethlisberger's Steelers on the road in Pittsburgh. Whereas right now, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, your competition in the AFC, because, again, they looked good. It's 07. Yep. I don't want to say 07, but I keep saying 07. I don't know if they'll go perfect. Can't go 23-0. Nope. They ruined that thanks to Gunner with that touchdown. Yeah. Closing seconds in the fourth and final preseason game. But Gunner looked good tonight, too, returning punts. He did. Okay. That's all we have for this one. For here, for now. But we'll be back. No, we don't say that. No, we don't. That's somebody else. But we'll be back in the uh, middle of the week, breaking down probably a lot of Antonio Brown stuff. He'll probably become official on Monday. Breaking down Brian Flores' defense for the Dolphins that um, was defenseless. Did not look good today against the Ravens at all. One week in, it's all falling apart. People are requesting trades. Even Matt Patricia's like, wow. Took longer than that for me. Yeah. I beat the Patriots in September. So I guess we'll probably won't do much Dolphins talk, but lots of Antonio Brown talk coming up this week. We'll have that for you. Middle of the week, aiming for Wednesday for Thursday. Definitely Wednesday for Thursday. Feel free to go on Twitter and follow at OffDayPod. We are we lost the competition to 1,000. I'm just going to be honest with you. But there is a new one. There's a new competition going. I want a damn dinner, a steak, surf and turf, something fancy on the boss's dime. So go follow at OffDayPod on Twitter. Go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. All that. Subscribe to the podcast. Live it, love it. And we promise the audio quality is getting better each and every time we take the microphone. Sure do. And we're in first right now, by the way. Damn right. First place. First place. We're like the Patriots, baby. Rolling.